0: Hi, and welcome back to Full Transparency, where we talk about life with pure honesty and vulnerability. I am your host, Rebecca, and in this episode, I have a very special guest I have known here since she was a wee little fifth grader. Um, <laughs> welcome, Aubrey, to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: per usual, with a new guest, uh, our first question is, how would you define transparency?
1: Ooh, I would define transparency as being vulnerable. But, like, being real and letting people see who you are, but also having that um, accountability of not being so open that everything about you is, Mm. you know, out. But it's also being like,
0: hey, let's be relatable, you know? Be transparent, but don't overshare. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) yes. Well, on this episode, we are diving into a topic that I've been wanting to dive in with somebody who's still in school. Because uh, I know what COVID was like for me, just as an employee. um, I was working at, okay, disclosure, I forgot. The dogs are in the room. We're sitting on my couch. This is their first time meeting Aubrey, so welcome to the dog noises. <laughs> you know. I was working at Boys and Girls Club at the time of COVID, so I remember what it was like transitioning just as an employee, but I would love to mm-hmm. kind of just dive in and talk about like what it was like for you because mm-hmm. you were in middle school yeah. when COVID started. On fun times. And then <laughs> now you're a high schooler and mm-hmm. I'm sure the last three years. <laughs> okay. Basil, down. Here for the chaos. Basil, come Okay. Right <laughs> They're very excited, and I might have to kick them out of the house. Sophie's living her life, though. Um, Anywho, like, just, like, walk me through what that was like. Okay, yeah. 2020, what grade were you in in 2020? I was a
1: sixth grader. Really? Yeah. So this is when I first really got to know you, kind of. So... It was, it was a time. I Because what happened was, I it, this was actually the beginning of my walk with God. Um,
0: well, I guess I got married right in the middle of all that. Because I told okay, everyone yeah. on Zoom
1: <laughs> that we got engaged. Which is crazy. That's
0: insane.
1: Because I really like, got to know you personally in sixth grade. Yeah.
0: So, I just knew you guys in fifth grade because I was really involved with the Christmas play. Yes.
1: And then you knew Jacob yeah. as well. So... Um, yeah, so that's, I feel like I should have been older by then, but.
0: Right. I feel like you should have, like, that you were way older. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, wow, that's crazy. Anywho.
1: I was a child. I still am. But, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, so I, it was kind of a a time where I was getting really social. So that's when I started going to youth group and things, but I was still so shy and I was struggling with so many things. And I had met you, you were my youth leader. So that's how we got to meet oh, was yeah, through that. I
0: was doing sixth grade.
1: Mm-hmm. And so that's when we really like everything started. And so youth groups started happening. I started realizing, like, oh, like having a relationship with God is like, this is serious. Like, this is my whole life, you know, instead of just being a Christian. And I was going through middle school. And then COVID happened and I was excited because who isn't excited as, you know, school's ending and I didn't have to do anything. And so, and I had become close with somebody um, through that, through FaceTime and everything. So I was FaceTiming 24-7. I was, you know, everything was online, which as a girl, that's not good. I mean, as anybody, that's not good to be online as much as I was. And um, so COVID, I did as young as I was, especially going into like seventh grade and everything, Like it really affected me a ton to where I started going into a depression and my anxiety just crept up to where it was like almost crippling and um, really let my body affect me too where body dysphoria and eating disorder really just came in.
0: was so hard.
1: And yeah, and so just a time where I was able to just be by myself so much, I was just so affected by what the enemy was telling me um, and just like what I was like, oh, this is actually, you know, what this means. And the person that I was friends with at the time, um, we would do Bible studies and everything, but there was just some things with it that had affected my appearance too, mm-hmm. um, with the whole friendship. And so I struggled a lot with just who I was and what I look like and teenage stuff as a middle schooler, you know, right. but it was, just, it just felt like a totally another, total other level. And I could feel it was a very enemy attacking time right. because this is, I was so young and I was going into my relationship with Christ and then COVID happened.
0: Right. Um, Which is just, just hard, like, because I can reflect on, like, just how I felt, like, mm-hmm. the pressure of the enemy just when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. So, like, just, I feel like that's, like, the enemy's playground. Mm-hmm. It's, like, kids yeah. get introduced to youth group because they're no longer in kids' church. And yeah. Like, oh, I can, like, my parents aren't making me. Mm-hmm. And then the enemy's like, ah. Right. Sixth graders.
1: <laughs> right. Like, what a vulnerable time. Sixth to just... and
0: seventh graders. Yeah. So that's just, just so hard. hard time. Yeah. And then to add, like, the literal isolation that COVID did. Yeah. I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah. That was. Here
0: I was just trying to get married.
1: <laughs> well, even that is hard on its oh, own, though. Yeah. I can't was, imagine. Like, go back to... to
0: whatever podcast episode <laughs> that was with me and Brandon.
1: Because that would be. A, such a struggle for something that literally requires people right. in person. I could not yeah. imagine trying to get married through COVID.
0: Yeah.
1: But anyway, yeah, that, but yeah. So it was already a really rough time. But that had, I, I, obviously, COVID's not fun. It has corrupted many things, but it's become a part of my testimony that I'm very blessed about because as I started going into when you could go back to school and go in person and you're wearing a mask and everything, it's already gross enough as it is, you know, and you're already insecure because you're have this big thing on your face. Right. Right. And I was still in the moment that I was still really struggling. I do remember it had got to the point where I was, I was reading my Bible every night. I was connecting myself with God. I was listening to what he was saying and stuff. And, but I remember waking up wishing I didn't and things like that. And I was like, God, like if this is what is supposed to happen, if you're supposed to give me abundance in my life and, I'm having such a strong relationship with you. Why? Like, why am I not feeling this way? Mm. And um, it had gotten to the point during the end of my seventh grade year. Um, and at the time I was doing ASB, I was doing things I was supposed to be social. And I was so shy. Like I would have panic attacks before doing anything because I just couldn't talk to people. I was so, yeah. and like knowing who I am now, like <laughs> biggest extra forever. And so it's like the total change, but God had come to me one night, it wasn't even at church, it was just such a moment, I was in my room, and I was listening to worship music, and he just, like, told me, he was, like, the reason you aren't changed by this is because you're hearing these things, you're saying these things, like, you have these verses memorized, whatever, but you aren't living them out, mm. and so literally from that moment, I was, like, wow, like, that's so true, and in that night, like, I almost felt like my shoulders were, like, like, a weight was lifted off, Yeah. and, um, like, I remember, like, I would be, like, for, as an example, I would tell other people,
0: Sorry, she's just They're getting breathing. a little ASMR, right? Now. <laughs> she's breathing right into the mic. Um,
1: I remember, like, I would tell other people, like, "Oh, you're fearfully, wonderfully made in the image of God," and like proclaim right. it, and like, "Oh, I know this verse by heart," and like all these things, and and then the next second, I'd go in the mirror and I couldn't even look at myself without crying. Like yeah. that's, I mean, it's like the verse, or it's like a man, almost. I mean, kind of literally will go in the mirror and look at himself and then walk away and not know who, what he looks like. It's like, God will tell me these things and I just totally don't live them out. And
0: I will share them fruitfully with everyone else. But like, oh, but that's not for me.
1: Right. And it was, yeah, it just was not a good time. And so once God actually sat with me and was just like, listen, like, this is a reality. It's almost from that moment that like, I was healed from those things in ways that I didn't think was possible. Mm -hmm. And recently you actually, like when we were at the tightly tough thing yeah. because there was times where I was like, well, maybe I just have seasonal depression. Maybe this is just like something I do go through and it's just the enemy like letting me like, oh, well, we're going to glue these chains together. And you actually sat in prayer with me like, no, like he broke those chains and you can't bring those back. So that you definitely were help with that. Like just knowing. And recently I've just been very good, um, feeling good with like what God's putting in my life and everything. And I'm like, you know what? Like, no like that was healed and that's gonna continue to be healed you know yeah, but it's so. like
0: so hard because like I know I can't remember if I've actually talked about this on the podcast or not but like I know like for me um going into middle school and realizing we mm-hmm. had very take COVID out of it but like yeah we went through very similar things in middle school other the mm-hmm. like body dysmorphia Mm. the eating disorders the mind went all the way through high school and that's a whole Mm. mess for a whole other time but like it was one of those things that like time after time like i sought the lord Mm. and i was like lord like you gotta set me free from this like Mm. it's gotta be you and then i human Mm. me was like what these chains right like picking them up Mm. like no god didn't actually do that but it's like yeah no, God broke them. Mm-hmm. I was just holding them. Yeah, Because for sure. I was like, but, but why would God do that for me? Mm. Yeah. And, like, it's so hard because, like, there's these things that don't get talked about. Per- my opinion, here's mm-hmm. my hot take of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that I don't think get talked about enough in within youth groups, like mm-hmm. eating disorders. 100%. Yeah. And body yeah. dysmorphia and depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because these are real things. These mm-hmm. are real tools that the enemies is like, hey, have this, have yeah. this. It's like the right. scene from, we're recording this in December. I don't know if it'll be posted in December. <laughs> it's like the scene from The Grinch where he's yes. like, junk mail, junk, junk mail, mail, journey, journey. <laughs> journey. And, Yeah, And the enemy is just like, body dysmorphia, anxiety, depression, yeah. suicidal tendencies. Like, like, like That's a good way to put that. Like, like The enemy is like The Grinch when it comes to how he <laughs> really? like deals things out.
1: Mm-hmm because he, he yeah. doesn't get
0: a heart that's three size bigger and yeah returns but like he he is like that wow that's,
1: that's actually good really analogy. good that is a very <laughs> good analogy look I can at keep that. that in
0: my pocket <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's very good i love that
0: oh yeah good. but like mm. and i think that like the enemy like really used covid mm. Yeah. To just do, like, a blanket over everybody. Everyone. And it was, like, here's just, like, a chain link fence. Mm. Everybody's being impacted and everyone's going to be touched and affected by this. Yeah,
1: 100%. Like, that was – I mean, I remember everyone that I talked to, even, like, my grandparents who, you know, are some of the strongest Christians I know. Like, even they were, like, oh, I'm struggling right now. And, like, that was weird for me to hear. For sure. And so, like, hearing that from them, I was, like,
0: they're struggling spiritually. Like –
1: Huh. Like that's just weird. And yeah, so just like the definitely effects. A
0: heavy warfare that was going on during COVID. Hundred like, percent. My grandma has always been like a Lord send the rapture today kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. Like she's always ended her night praying like, Lord, if it's my time, take me. Mm. But like during COVID it was like no take me. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna do this. That's I don't horrible. wanna be here. And Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a, I think we're seeing just how the repercussions (laughs) of just the heaviness that Mm -hmm. was COVID. Come on up. Yeah. Basil, come on. He doesn't want me. He wants Aubrey. But yeah, so how would you say, Mm -hmm. like, looking back, Mm -hmm. you're a sophomore, Mm -hmm. you're like halfway through your sophomore year, like looking back on like middle school, Mm -hmm. what would you say... Was like the biggest like takeaway that you're like wow, like either wow I went through that or like wow that happened. Yeah, that's like like, with the scene of like COVID happened. Yeah, so like that's huge in itself. Uh But like looking back and being like wow, like I walked through that.
1: Yeah, that's I felt like a lot of the biggest stuff which I am blessed now that I went through it as a middle schooler and I can walk through like, Oh, I went through that. And then, and I don't like have to like, I can learn from it now, you know, if that makes sense. And so not saying I'm not going to go through stuff now, but looking back at stuff that some people typically go through in high school, I was like, well, I learned from that now, then, then I can walk with it now. Um, come on up Basil. Um, Uh okay. You could just, Yes. We're we going to work with this. There we go. Yeah. Comfy. Okay. Um, I, you know, there was just despite even the whole thing with my freedom story and, and um, my testimony being in middle school, I think a lot of it, not only was it just like, oh, I went through that, but I also went through a moment where um, because I felt so free, I, at the same time, I had a best friend at the moment that I started being closer with. So I was like, oh, because I'm free, it's because more of her. So mm. then I became her. And with that, I had become someone that I wasn't. Mm. Imposter and,
0: syndrome.
1: Yes, and I literally, like, looking back at things, that I like, my best friend now, she's incredible. I love her so much. She um, has seriously, like, been such a good encourager in my life. And she's got such a strong faith and um, is really rooted. And she's, like, told me some of the stuff that when she first met me, things that I had said. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Like, I was just not a good person. I was disgusting. And, like, I was, like, thinking back, like, I had not read my Bible in months through Mm -hmm. that. And if I did, was it even a study? Like, I was not walking through. I wasn't bearing the fruits of the Spirit whatsoever. And, I mean, I was inappropriate. I was just not... I was called to be. And I was just thinking because I was free, like, <laughs> because I was free, I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be like. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm okay. Yeah. And so I used that in a way that I didn't realize I did. Um, But I'd also found my calling in middle school as well. Yeah. Which yeah, was such a time, which I think we should talk about that because yeah. you had known this.
0: Sure did
1: for <laughs> such a long time that I didn't know which I think is good that I found out now and you also helped me through it a lot because you had told me something that I've hold, held on to in such a way that's really good because when I first found out I was told that I was supposed to be a missionary and you had told me you're like don't put that in a box which is something I really needed to hear because I was thinking oh I'm this is I'm instantly going to be moving to countries like all right. these things and then as I'm like walking with my and going through my walk with Christ like and my stuff is going out, like, he's really unfolding things to me. I'm like, oh, like, I was putting it in a box. And not God. saying I'm not going to go other places and, right. you know. But it's not like that is just only, you know. And so that definitely helped me because I was like, well, then that means I can't be a nurse. That means I can't do these things. And so, yeah, that definitely helped. But
0: talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so it is not you know, something I – Super publicly talk about, mm-hmm. uh, but one of my spiritual giftings is just the gift of like discernment and prophecy. And people hear prophecy and they're like, oh, "You can tell the future," yeah. which is not incorrect, mm-hmm. but it's also not correct. So prophecy mm-hmm. is just speaking truth into people's lives that mm-hmm. can't see the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that is the Lord often like reveals things to me when I'm praying for somebody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, this is what the person needs to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, the, it's the very much the Holy Spirit. I'm just the mouthpiece. Like, <laughs> the Holy Spirit's most of the trumpet, and I'm just the little piece mm-hmm. that comes off. And it was very much a, like, I don't see the whole picture of what mm-hmm. the Lord has for you. Mm-hmm. I know that he's going to do good things through you. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, like, I don't know it was one of the summer camps. It, or no. Winter camp. It was one of the winter camps. Mm-hmm. It was the whole we there was a whole night where like people were getting freed with like mm-hmm. dad issues and like yeah. it was that night. That was... And it was like I just knew that for you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was just strange because yeah. like everyone else that I had been praying with was like about like relationships with their dads mm-hmm. and how there's hurt there and mm-hmm. how like our Heavenly Father is perfect, and He's not like your earthly dad, He's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of that going on that night, but, like, the only thing that, like, I, I was like, Aubrey just really needs to know that, like, whatever the Lord is saying to her, like, don't put it in a box. Like, I was like, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. must make sense to Aubrey of, like, whatever it is, don't mm-hmm. put it in a box. Yeah. And now that we have, like, unfolded a bunch of this, it's like, oh,
1: because, mm-hmm.
0: like, the Lord was giving you this gift mm. at such an early age mm. that like he's already started this. Mm. It's don't put, don't think because you're so young, you can't lead mm. worship or That's true. lead your volleyball team mm. or do great things in high school. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because in the Bible, everyone's like, Find your Timothy. Like, no, be a Timothy. Yeah, that's good. Like, <laughs> right. Don't don't let older people mm-hmm. be like, Well, you can't because you're too young. Guess mm-hmm. what? Right. Jesus did miracles. and like like he <laughs> he did everything in a three year gap. Right. From thirty to thirty three. That's true. Most people aren't starting ministry until they're 30. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Like, so what are we doing with these, like, 18 to 30 year olds? Hmm. Or 15, 10, like, Mm -hmm. maybe not quite 10, but, like. Yeah, yeah. There's a level of maturity that is needed, but, like, I have seen in you, Hmm. and I think this is why, like, Brandon and I have had this conversation so many times about you and a couple of those other girls that mm-hmm. we had our little group mm-hmm. that we walked through COVID with. I'm like, yes. maybe it was COVID. Maybe it's just that the Lord had something different. But, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I've never noticed that we're 10 years apart.
1: Right. When we were talking about – I didn't know either. So, when we were talking – Like, I can logically
0: – like, logically be like, no, yeah, I'm 10 years older. But, like, mm-hmm. they're The maturity level is so different Mm. because of what the Lord has done in and through us. And, Mm. like, just our life stories. Mm. Like, you went through a lot before you even hit middle school. Yeah. And, like... Recognizing that when you came into the youth ministry, mm-hmm. I was the only one on the team mm-hmm. that could even remotely relate to what you had walked through mm-hmm. because I was the only one on the team who had a blended family, mm-hmm. who had divorced parents, who had yeah. gone through yeah, all these traumas mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, thanks for using me, Lord. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Sure. But it's just crazy because I look back on that and like even when you were a sixth grader, mm-hmm. like I'm in my 20s. That is so weird.
1: I that I don't that's crazy. Like that was four years ago. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah. Cause I would have been 12. Yeah. So I you would have been
0: 22.
1: That's actually crazy. Which is wild. I think it's because I kept connecting with Jacob, but even
0: then he was 19. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it's wild to think about that because we've always had, like, and not just you, like I said, like, other girls that were in our small group. Like, Mm -hmm. we just had something so special Mm -hmm. because it didn't feel like I was a 22-year-old dealing Mm. with sixth graders. Right. Because all of you Mm. had gone through so much yeah. before even hitting 6th grade. Right. And I was like, you guys were already acting like 10th, 11th graders mm. as 6th graders because of mm. divorce, because of mm. issues at home, because mm. not we're not going to air out everyone's wants. Like, yeah. You all had these circumstances that mm-hmm. forced you yeah. to just be like, I have to grow up which like breaks my heart because i remember going through that as a middle schooler Mm -hmm. because my parents my parents split when i was in fifth grade Mm. which that's hard so then i had to as a sixth grader make really hard decisions yeah and be like okay i guess i'm a grown-up now making these grown decisions of like where am i gonna live (sighs) that's horrible what school do i want to go to yeah like i'm sorry that shouldn't be a responsibility. I want dino energy, chicken go. nuggets <laughs> right. and pop parts. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. That's uh. what should have been my biggest worry, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Like, my, mm-hmm. we talked about it in my, when me and my sister did our episode about the divorce. We talked yes. in detail. You can go listen to that one because we're not going to dive into that today. but it's just wild to, and then you add COVID to the midst of that, which just made all of you oh, yeah. grow faster. <laughs> Calm down these dogs are nuts well any other things about
1: covid um i think i mean just the connections that were made though because even like i well i remember and this is kind of going with like how our group was very similar i remember there was one night at winter camp Maisie and i were getting prayed over from you together can I say yeah. those names? Okay. And so, and we both like had this like connecting issues. Like yeah, the same. Wild. And you were like, you guys are both struggling with this. Don't. Do-. And it was like family stuff. And it was like, and you guys are also struggling with this. And it was like, we both kind of like, we like, oh my goodness. Like we're going through the same journey right now. And, um, and that was definitely like a connecting point with her and I, but also with you too. Like there was just a connection with all of us through that, um, but yeah, like looking back like and knowing all those girls even now, like there's just they're all amazing. But yeah. what we did go through at that age is just just knowing what they did. I mean, they even just past few years too, I mean knowing what they've gone through as well is just they've gone through a lot. So yeah.
0: but well, stay faithful. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you have any parting words for our listeners on this episode? Hello and goodbye. (laughs) Hello and goodbye. There we go. Thank you, Aubrey. And thank you for listening. Uh, Make sure you continue to live your most transparent life. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.